Welcome back to Moments from Moonberry Lake. I'm Holly Varney, and in today's morning news from this sweet small town, we get to hear from our favorite neighbor in A Moment with Martha. Eyesight If there is one truth in life, it is that old age is about adjustment. The degree and extent of adjustment differs among individuals and varies with age and condition, but as the adage goes, the one constant in life is change. Getting up in years requires a certain amount of surrendering to things we have no control over. For instance, we must accept that maintaining the strength and vitality of our bodies isn't an uphill battle, but a slow descent as we pathetically wave a white flag, as I imagine great colonial ships did as they sunk and were swallowed up by the ocean. One of the accommodations I have had to make is going from having the eyes of an eagle to being blind as a bat. I know for many of you that have had to wear glasses since childhood, you don't feel slighted in the least. But for someone who had not decent but perfect eyesight most of their life, the frustrations and inconvenience are huge. I squint and strain to read the instructions on medicine bottles. It's ridiculous to make anything childproof when kids are the only ones who can read the writing and pop open the caps. When my glasses were still making everything appear blurry, I went to the eye doctor and he confirmed the change, or rather decline, in my eyesight. When he showed me the new prescription, I couldn't believe the clarity. Oh, this feels so luxurious, I said. Objects around me popped with sharpness and definition. Everything looked so beautiful. I left his office with a better outlook on life and a spring in my step. I was feeling rather sassy with my clear vision until I went home. Was the front doormat always this dirty and faded? It needs immediate replacement. I walked around the inside of our house taking inventory with my new prescription and couldn't believe the state of uncleanliness we lived in. The dust on the bookshelves was thick enough that I could write my name. The splatter spots on the stove that I thought I had already wiped up made it look filthy. My favorite sweater had fuzzy pills all over it. Where did they come from? The carpet by the recliner had a coffee stain, which I thought I had sufficiently cleaned. The bathroom mirrors weren't sparkly but had pinpricks of toothpaste splattered on it. The kitchen floor needed mopping, the back door needed repainting, and apparently I did make a mess with the crackers I ate on the sofa. I plunked down at the kitchen table, letting out an exasperated sigh. Have you seen the condition of this house? I said to my husband as he sat eating his lunch. I thought things were newer and cleaner than they are. By his bored expression, it was obvious he did not share my alarm. What we can't see and what we ignore is a fine line, he said. I didn't have a response to that. 
Sure, there might have been some things I chose not to see because I didn't want to deal with it at that moment. But looking around the house, it appears as if I was walking around with a blindfold. I spent the rest of the day cleaning. The next morning when I awoke, I caught my husband staring at me. You know, he said, in this light, you look so young. You're as beautiful as the day I married you. I chuckled. Are you saying I look best in dim rooms when you're not wearing glasses? I could hide your glasses so that could be a reality. I reached over to the nightstand and put on my glasses and looked back at his eyes that have lost their vibrant color and have gotten a bit glassy. I took off my glasses and put them back on the nightstand. This time when I turned over at him, I smiled. And you look as handsome as the day I married you. Your warm, deep chocolate eyes haven't changed one bit. Maybe it truly isn't what we can't see, but what we choose to ignore. And maybe seeing the world in a softer focus isn't all bad.